Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. I know I haven't recorded in a little bit. Um, I have just been busy with packing and just other stuff, but I was packing to come to San Diego. Um, and I'm with my grandma right now and I asked her before I came, I was like, are you okay if we do a podcast or an episode for my podcast together? And she goes, yeah, we can talk about whatever you want. And I was like, okay, well, I kind of want to talk about Dancing Tree Dancing Tree Farms, which is a dream that she's had for a really long time. And she'll explain it to you. But um, she is my first guest on this podcast. And she won't be the last. And this won't be the last time she ever comes on. There'll be more times when she's talking also. But welcome my grandma or Jeannie. But I call her grandma because she's my grandma. Anyways, yeah. Hi, glad to be here, Selah. I'm so honored to be your first guest and so proud of all of the topics because as one of your um, diligent listeners, I have heard every single episode that you've put out um, and I hope everybody has enjoyed it as the topics as much as I have. And I'm really looking forward to today's topic too, so take it away, baby. <laughs> um, okay, so today's topic is about dreams. Grandma, would you like to elaborate on that? Um, I think not dreams like when you go to sleep in dreams. I think <laughs> more like dreams uh, like... I guess it started because we were talking about growing up. And it made me think of dreams or hopes or wishes or ideas um, some people might call them passions or they become passions but things that you think of throughout your life that you enjoy or maybe you want to study or um, learn more about and maybe you know kind of along the lines where little boys want to be firemen or you know astronauts or little girls want to be doctors or scientists whatever it is those kinds of dreams and like Sayla like you mentioned Dancing Tree Farms that was one of those kinds of dreams that I had my whole life since I was really young but I didn't have the dream at the capacity that I have now that I am grown up. What started, what made you have that dream? What was the story that kind of... So I, I, I knew very early on um, it was very natural or something that I wanted to do was I would see a pack of seeds and I was curious about putting in the ground and watching it grow and that kind of thing. So I guess uh, planting and harvesting and nurturing those plants before harvest became something that I did um, all the time at every single stage in my life. Of course, I never did it to the level of which my dancing tree farm uh, dream is but did do it to the level of however a child would do it like you know the sidewalk was cracked so I planted zucchini seed 
in the crack or I planted radishes, you know, in a part of the grass that died in our front yard when I was, you know, eight years old, something like that. And, and that's basically what Dancing Tree Farms is. Dancing Tree Farms is the grown-up version of the child who walked around planting seeds or climbing high in the tree to get the best apricot or the best apple, things like that. Watching those trees and those plants live season after season. That That's kind of the part of growing up dream that we were talking about. Um, okay, so I know this is a little off topic because it's not really on dreams, but it kind of is. But for Dancing Tree Farms, so I just wanted to say this really quickly. My grandma has recently stopped working at a big job and um, it had to do with working for or working with older people and working with the food um, area of it and stuff like that. And so she recently stopped or she recently quit. And that is a really good thing because it has been something that's not enjoyable and more tiring, if anything. And so um, that's great for her. Go, Grandma. Um, well, it was 50 straight years of working nearly every single day with no break that's crazy and that's that's a lifetime yeah that's a lifetime i mean you sayla and mm-hmm. and many of your listeners um haven't haven't yet embarked on that type of um endeavor you mm-hmm. will um and when you do I, my wish is that you do something that you genuinely love mm-hmm. and, um, and from that it'll take you, you know, down paths that maybe you didn't envision, yeah. but it's all part of growing up. Yeah. You're growing up your whole life, mm-hmm. you know, and that's again what Dancing Tree Farms was. You're still growing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um. Sorry to cut you off it's there, okay. but for with Dancing Tree Farms, basically, where do you, how do you want to start that? Because I know we're like, I see you have a vision board. I remember you had one before that was right. Yeah, that's right here. <laughs> and um, There's vision boards all over the house, depending on what, what exactly. year you're talking about. Yeah. But they all sort of led the same yeah. way. Like if you move exactly. those, those uh, candles and crystals that I have there, you'll see... All the farming stuff, visions, yeah, and growing visions that are on that, yeah. So the question was, where do you, where do I start? Yeah, where do you start? Because obviously we're start, you're starting now and you're starting new, but it's almost like new but experienced because it's new, but it's also you've done this for your whole life. So where are you starting now? The very first step Mm -hmm. in my mind. To create this little farm is to find a piece of land. And where, I know we've talked about like Encinitas and also even in Europe, I know we've talked about that too. And there's a very far places from each other, but it's also, which one would you 
like more or do you have a preference or is it just wherever I actually best? do not have a preference oh. I actually um, could uh, okay I do have a process yes to how this might happen mm-hmm. um, I don't have all the answers mm-hmm. but I do know that when you are going for something at any stage in your life and and you you know you love it and you know it's going to bring you joy um, and you do have a, a passion for it that all you have to do is put one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. keep your focus keep your heart in it mm-hmm. relax your mind and, and watch it unfold in front of you. And step by step, the location's going to pop up. Um, the idea's already there. Mm-hmm. I already know. You can see yeah. you know, what I'm going yeah, to be doing from it. Um, and it's going to be things like essential oils. It's going to be things I'm going to create. I'm going to grow my own herbs. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have been studying. So yeah. it's not like this is a whim. Yeah. I, I just uh, technically have a certified herbalist so I've been doing online schooling for oh my gosh forever but the last year I did it formally year and a half and um, so everything every Mm -hmm. step that I've been taking Mm -hmm. as I've been growing up Mm -hmm. has been in this direction that's great Um, (laughs) sorry that sounded so rude like that's great no it is great but I do have a question. Um, so, obviously, you went from a job where you got paid, and now, and you, like, weren't really your own boss, because, of course, you had a boss, but now you're going to a job where you kind of are, where you are your own boss, and I don't know if you're going to get paid at first. You probably will, of course, you will eventually, because people are going to start coming in and start buying some seeds and hopefully because I know you also talked about like almost like a strawberry picking type of thing you know but with or, or more or, than strawberries yeah well not just like strawberries we, like we harvested like, some carrots today yeah in my little garden mm-hmm. yeah I, we'll see how how what community I live in whether it uh-huh. is in the countryside in France or whether it is in Mendocino or whether it is in Idaho or uh-huh. I don't you know I don't know so we'll see where it is to see what that community needs but what I do want it to do, I want it to feed people. Yeah. Um, but how how did you change so, I don't want to say drastically, but so quickly from going to this paid job and like where you are financially stable to now, ha- I mean, I get it, you've also worked a really long time, but how do you choose to go from that to dancing tree farms because I, I want to be a singer. Everybody everybody knows that. People listening that are my friends know that. And like from the moment you meet me and I say I sing and then I sing for you, you just know it. And it's something I definitely love, but then I also want to be a surgeon because that's also something that interests me but is also financially stable where singing isn't as financially stable and is unpredictable. But how do you choose the unpredictable path over the financially stable and predictable path? That is a very good question, a very big question. Mm-hmm. I worked 50 nonstop years, mm-hmm. and I am now able 
to do that. It was a big decision to mm -hmm. stop the paycheck. Yeah. It changes everything. Yeah. In the whole world mm -hmm. for me. Seriously. Mm -hmm. But um, one foot in front of the other, you be sure, you go slow, you pay attention you throughout your whole life. As long as you pay attention to the road signs as you're walking along, and you make sure, even if you have to change decisions, or even if you have to, whoa, hold on, I gotta, you know, switch gears or mm -hmm. whatever. You keep doing that, and if you keep finding yourself on the same path, mm -hmm. you're still going for that brain surgeon job, <laughs> or that singing job, or that farming job. You're still doing that. Mm -hmm. You know you're on the right path. Yeah. And then something that you will not know for many years, okay? Mm -hmm. You get to a point where you have you you got to do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I'm grandma. <laughs> I'm not little sister. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. I'm older, mm -hmm. and um, and I don't know how much money it will bring in. I'm not doing it for the money. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's definitely something that I've like thought of like a question I keep asking people too like how do you choose between the financially stable job and the unpredictable job and people are like you just do both but it's like okay but I don't want to do both I'm sorry I really don't because to be honest like I know how much schooling there is for for pre-med and stuff like that and then becoming a surgeon and it's a lot and it's like how do you have time for singing I don't I don't know it's just well I think for you uh, or for many people, when they're faced with something like that, two polar, kind of polar opposite things, yeah. but they're not really. So I recently listened to a lecture, and they said, um, I want to try to remember the components. If you can, in one day in your life, with whatever you're choosing, if you can get joy, happiness, love, and you have compassion, if you can get one of those out of what you're doing, mm -hmm. you're, you're in good shape. So if being a, you know, med student or a brain surgeon or whatever that medical uh, career education leads you to, if you get any of those components out of that, you're in the right place. Will, does that mean you can never sing? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Yeah. You can always sing. Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah. It's like people who go about and work in you know, high-powered corporate jobs. Mm -hmm. Of course, mine wasn't high-powered, but it was very corporate. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was big. It was the third largest employer in the country. And um, that didn't mean I never sewed on my sewing machine. Yeah. Because I, I like to sew. Mm -hmm. That didn't mean that I didn't, you know, build recipes in the kitchen because mm -hmm. every time I was home from traveling, all I did was cook. Mm -hmm. So it could be like that. Yeah. It, not everything is all or nothing life is 
huge. Yeah. And look at a garden. You don't have all of one flower. Yeah. Maybe if you have a rose garden, but I bet you, even in a gorgeous rose garden, there's going to be another flower of some kind. Even if it's a dandelion, there's going to be something else growing in there. There's ne Life is not one thing. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, unless you're thinking that your singing career would become, you know. That's, yeah, exactly. See, that's the thing is I would want it to become like. But no one ever knows that. Not even exactly. Barbara Streisand knows I that. Know. I know. Those are and and unpredictable. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, no, everything is unpredictable, Sayla. I know. Not just that. So when you're basing your decisions at the at the younger age, um, that you and most of your listeners are at, and you're basing those kinds of decisions, follow your heart. And I know that sounds, you know, hippie, but <laughs> literally pay attention. Stop once in a while and listen. And notice things along the way. Like, did, did, did the purple tree outside just capture, capture your, your eyes and your mind and your heart for the four seconds we were driving by? Mm -hmm. And then when we drove by again, did it do it again? And then the next time you thought, oh, the purple trees are coming up now, and you, you're looking for them. That's, those are the road signs. That's following your heart. Mm -hmm. And you do that through everything. Yeah. School, jobs. Um, okay, so I know this is off topic, and we are both different generations, but a lot of my listeners or people that I know are going into high school, including me, and I wanted to know if you have any advice to help with just high school or making decisions in high school and stuff like that to kind of, that kind of go with dreams, because I know that is our topic. And let's say you have, like, a dream in high school. Let's say your dream is to have, like, a high school band or something. Like, what is the advice you'd give for that? Or you want to start a club, and that's your dream. Or it's even bigger than that. Like, your dream is after high school, go start something like Dancing Tree Farms. Like, what advice would you give to people like that? I remember um, when I was in high school, I think every stage of your life, if you are lucky enough to be aware enough of the stage of your life, um, as long as you keep your eyes open, keep your mind open, keep your heart open, pay attention to what's going on around you, things will happen that you didn't even think maybe you wanted to get involved with. Example, when I was in high school, it was a really long time ago, and um, it was the early 1970s. Mm -hmm. And girls mm -hmm. were not really represented in like sports mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. All the attention went to the boys' sports, the football, the basketball, the track, the this and that. So a bunch of girls got together and did a, a, uh, a like a fundraiser. Yeah. And we all, we made, we made a form and we all went and asked our parents and our friends and our neighbors to sponsor us a dollar a mile or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the school let us use the track. Yeah. 
for like a 24-hour period over a weekend and we had t-shirts made blue t-shirts with white writing that said go girls sports <laughs> and we we raised money just to sort of bring attention to the fact that hey girls we, can do it too. girls can do it too yeah you know and um so it was a big deal and I never thought that I would be on any kind of with any kind of group yeah like that but but that came up yeah in the beginning of high school and that became a whole year effort yeah an entire school year effort and um I don't know they probably still do it today I'm not sure but uh so you just pay attention and, and get involved in high school yeah. be involved you know, you don't have to be in the scam, the stamp club if there is one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't have to do that, but um, you could, you know, do something, do something big. Because here I am. I don't know how many years ago the seventies were, a really long time ago. But here I am. I remember it vividly because it 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 marked a pivotal moment in my life. It was. Yep. I'm sorry. I was just, this could be wrong, and that's why I didn't say it out loud. No, I know. It is. It's like 50 years ago. That's what I said. It's been that long. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't feel that long. I mean, I know I wasn't even born then, but, like, even 2007 doesn't Sweetie, feel your father ago. wasn't born then. I know, but, like, that doesn't feel that, school. like, music, just listening to music for that, it doesn't even feel that long ago. Same with 2000, like, it does not feel like 14 years ago. 2007 does not feel like 14 years ago. I'm sorry, but anyways, keep going. If time is a funny thing, so if you even want to bring time into this conversation, make sure you're paying attention to everything that's going on around you. Pick the things that make you feel good mm -hmm. because dreams will remain dreams until you turn them into something that you've created, something that you've done, something that you've done for someone else. Mm-hmm. Super important. So don't let the time just go, 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 go. And that is in your earlier question, how do you make a decision to give up something as grand as a big corporate job and paycheck and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. that, that's how you come to those decisions. Because time plays a role in that too. The amount of time that you have worked, the amount of time that's behind you, and the amount of time that's in front of you. Yeah. And how much have you done in that time behind yeah. you? That's why I'm so excited for you and your generation. I believe your generation is going to be the greatest generation on planet Earth. Of all the generations that I've looked back in history, mm -hmm. including my own, and mm -hmm. my own is pretty big, mm -hmm. pretty big generation, and I don't mean in numbers, I mean in accomplishments. Yeah, seriously. We've changed everything. We've yeah. changed voting laws. We've changed, I mean, everything. Yeah. Um, a lot. Yeah. But I think your generation is the one. The one that's going to really pole vault. I'm just nervous. Humanity to the next level. I'm nervous for that. And the only reason why I am is because there will definitely be people that disagree with certain decisions that other people will be making. That happens all the time. And of course it does. But, like, for example, when the Black Lives Matter stuff came up, there were some people that were, like, going to go 
um, hold signs up and be supportive and stuff like that. But then there were some people that were like, what are you doing out of your house and this and that? And like, weren't supportive of that. And then riots started happening. And it's very scary. That is scary. And I also, I was talking to my mom when that happened. I was like, that's so crazy. And she was like, it was worse in like the 80s and 90s. And so... Different things happened. Exactly. That's what she said. She said yeah. different things happened, but it was worse in like the 90s and stuff like that. And it's crazy because, like, I don't want that to happen again because there are people that got hurt. There are people that got shoved. There are people where the police officers, like, took them or stuff like that. And it just, it wasn't good. And so... It's scary. And... It is scary. But... And I guess I'm nervous for Don't that. be nervous for that because you... The most important thing is you know you can control how you... You, you know how you feel. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who will feel the way you do, whether you're on, you know, this side or that side or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you don't have to worry yeah. about that. As many people who are out to cause harm, there are just as many people who are out to um, not cause harm. Yeah. To be kind. Yeah, to be kind. Um, okay, I do have another question. Sorry, I'm like full of questions. But how? what advice would you give to someone that has a dream, for example, like Dancing Tree Farms, or to be a singer, or to open their own business, or anything like that, start a podcast, or give them, you know, like what are what's some advice that you would give to somebody who had a dream but was too nervous to act on their dream, so would... You know, like you said, if you don't act on your dream, then it'll just stay a dream and it won't become reality, basically. So what advice would you give somebody to change their dream to reality? That's a hard question because everybody has a different set of circumstances. But um, having said that, um, somehow you have to let go of the fear. Mm-hmm. Okay, Fear is very powerful, but fear really has no power. Yeah. We give it power by by falling into it yeah. and trying to stay safe. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never say go out and quit a job and then you have no food on the table next Monday night. Yeah. Okay, so there is a, a level of preparation that you yeah. need to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but you... It, sometimes you have to say I have to I have to work an extra year or or whatever or, or in five years I'm going to do this and then you know you're constantly working towards it. That's that's in essence that's what I did. I remember you. Yeah. I remember five. Years I did a ago. five year. It was actually four. Yeah. I didn't make it the full five. You didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty close. Pretty close, right? <laughs> Two more months. Yeah, yeah. A year. Um, but oh. anyway. <laughs> I thought it was in 2022 you'd be done. Yeah, this is only 2021. I know. It's a year. Oops. 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 <laughs> okay. I did it again. It's okay. <laughs> but um, anyway, just one foot in front of the other, and if you have to make your steps a little smaller, make your steps a little smaller, and, uh, and then... Eventually, or sooner rather than later, you'd be surprised how close you get to that dream. Yeah. Um, okay. I did want to say something, and it's kind of off top, a tiny bit off topic. Um, but 
I had a friend, one of my closest friends, um, she goes, Sayla, you had a podcast and you didn't tell me? And I was like, oh, I thought you knew. And she, I had seen her in March and, um, and she was, I had a camera and I was like, oh yeah, can we film us doing this? Because I had had a dream about a year ago, um, about starting a YouTube channel because I thought it'd be something fun to do, you know? something exciting and especially because there was not much fun to do in 2020 um that starting a youtube channel would be fun and so i was like let's just do it this year and um instead i actually started a podcast because i figured in my youtube videos i would talk a lot more than do things so i figured well what's (laughs) what's a youtube video like that you could just talk in basically and give advice and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, like a podcast. And so um, I guess it wasn't really a dream, but it also kind of was. And so I guess with starting, if you do want to start a podcast, I would suggest just getting the app Anchor because that honestly helps me a lot. It gets my pod or my episodes for my podcast out on Spotify and other platforms and on Anchor and anybody can listen to it and um, just be yourself, be comfortable, act like you're just having a conversation with somebody, um, and at the same time, like, you don't need a microphone, I didn't have a microphone for a while, actually, I had one, um, my second episode, but not my first episode, and in the second one, it was one of those that you could put to your shirt, and that was also the third one, and so I kind of just started off with my phone, and you can tell the quality differences definitely changed, but, um, just go for it, and I know that even my grandma said you just have to go for it and let go of the fear, and that's so hard, because even with singing, like, performing, I just had a performance, and I was so nervous, I was so nervous, I was, like, I wasn't even nervous about, like, going up there and singing in front of people, I was nervous about screwing up, and I did, I did on my last song, but I just kept going, and I was like, it's okay, it's fine, And when I asked people if they noticed, like, people that were there that were close to me, they were like, oh, I didn't even notice. And I was like, oh, okay. And the only person that noticed were my mom and my stepdad because I constantly sing that song at home. But, like, letting go of the fear is definitely, once you're in it, it's easier to do, in my opinion. But It also takes practice. Yeah. You know, practice, seriously, a lot of things take practice as you're growing and and experiencing and taking on challenges and um so all of these components put together you know fighting fear fighting time um dealing with with nerves and being out of your comfort zone even though you know you really want to do it that's all part of growing can you imagine when you conquer all these things or you just keep doing all these things how enriched and how full your life is and by the way if Barbara Streisand, I know I mentioned her earlier, I don't know why she's come to mind, but <laughs> if she was sitting here right now and or you listen to any of her interviews, mm-hmm. she talked, she did not get on stage for years because her, her nerves were so intense, she could not battle them. Yeah. And look at her every time she sings. There isn't another singer on the planet, and there are many that are fabulous that sing like her. Yeah. E- even, even you know, 50, 60 years ago, when you see her in, in the old movies and, and things when she's singing, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable, yeah. her talent. 
but her stage fright was debilitating to her. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how mine was when I was younger, because I did want to audition for America's Got Talent, and I talked to my mom about it, and she's like, yeah, and so I picked out a song and everything, and we were going to go, but I got too scared. Yeah. And that happened three times, and it's frustrating because I let my nerves get the best of me, but now I'm fine performing in front of anybody. You ask me to sing a song, I'll be like, uh, I'll act like I don't want to, but I will. Uh, the only reason why I act like I don't want to is because in that moment, I'm thinking of songs to sing. <laughs> oh, you're buying some time. Yeah, I'm buying some time. You have a motive to the madness. <laughs> um, but A method yeah. to the crazy. <laughs> a method to the crazy. Um, okay, this... I this has been great, Grandma. Um, we're at thirty two minutes, so I figured maybe we should close it up. But thank you for joining my podcast. Thank, thank you for you. inviting me. Yes, thank you for talking. And I feel like we covered a lot, even more than we thought we would. And that's something I love about podcasts is that you can talk and then you just open up a lot more. And everything you said was actually pretty nice like I mean not that it's not nice normally it's just it was nice to hear and it was kind of refreshing um and kind of opened my mind a little bit more than it was before we did this before we sat down before we came home um and is there any other advice you want to leave for my listeners um I think I think no I think everybody who is listening um may have taken whatever they needed to take from it and just just stay open stay open-minded keep your eyes open keep your hearts open um be compassionate to each other and be kind to each other and you will be surprised at how easier the road will be less blocks less things to climb over and how smooth it will be if you sprinkle everything with a little bit of kindness and Sayla I'm really proud of you and I love you thank you grandma I love you too okay guys um I hope you liked today's episode if you have any ideas let me know um on what you want to talk about what topic you want to talk about um and if you want if I'm going to see you this summer and if you want to be a guest on my podcast you totally can that is 100% fine um, and I hope you have a good rest of your week. Sorry again for not posting an episode within the last two weeks. But anyways, I love you and I hope you have a good rest of your week.